Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's a Tuesday and it is May 16th. It, it's, guys, it's, it's May. And did you guys notice there's actually green grass in Idaho now? Dude, the trees, was, man. The, the trees, trees are, are coming blooming. back to life. I mean, you know, so, and that means everybody around here is taking allergy meds now. Uh, so <laughs> so ministry is a whole new level week, now. Yep. Right. Yep. So, hey, we've got some great guys in the studio today. we got Pastor Shane. He's back. Hello. And we got Pastor Dave. He's here today. God bless you guys. we got Pastor James, the other guy. He's here hey, today. Yeah. We've got Gary Austin, hey, the friends. voice of the valley. Nice to see you, Pastor. Okay, yeah. It's nice to see Hi. you. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm Good. Ty, by the way. And uh, I'm kind of... No, I'm just one of the guys, and I love being here. And uh, but it is, by the way, it's National Waiter Day. So who has in this space served tables? Who served tables? Oh yeah, I was in the service industry. Yeah. For a so long James, time. you ever served? You're an actor. You had to have served tables. Okay. He there's served, no truth he to acted that. The I, tables. There's no. There's no truth. How to, is it the three guys in the room that weren't in Hollywood were waiters? I was never. Did a you waiter. Wait, Gary? Did you wait tables? I did not. Oh. What? Okay. And oh. Gary's in radio. Okay. See, yeah. Another performer. Okay. So. That's so I waited enough. tables. Uh, I, I did. I waited tables. I was a busboy, all those things. Uh, but you know what? I, I want to encourage everybody who's listening right now. Listen, your witness as a Christian, <laughs> let me clarify something, <laughs> is connected to your generosity. Okay. So listen, do not, don't leave a cheap tip and a Bible track. Don't, don't do that. If you're going to leave an invitation to church, or if you're going to leave a Bible track of some kind, you be generous with your tip. Okay. Let me and give so let me like, yeah. let me pull the curtain back for just a minute. In the back room of every restaurant, um, there is a bulletin board where employees pin gospel tracts and laugh because oh this person didn't even leave a tip and they left a note that said here's the best tip i can give you and then they leave a gospel tract and it's it it, it really it's an affront and yeah. it, it make it gives them an opportunity to actually ridicule um look man if you're going to get a uh you know, a three dollar cup of coffee, lay a five dollar bill down for the whole thing. If you're gonna yeah. lay, leave a gospel track, don't put down two quarters in a gospel track. Right. That that tract is going on the bulletin board in the back room with a big ha ha. Be generous with your with your words too. And <laughs> oh, your, and your I attitude. think so. Yeah, be um, generous with your words. Talk to engage with people. It, Talk right. to them. It changed it changed my perspective. So growing up, I had family members who were very impatient when it came to service and, and kind of <laughs> kind of rude. And it drove me insane. It it embarrassed me. It made me That's feel right. ashamed. That's right? right. And then when I finally got to step behind the scenes and, and be a waiter and a server myself to understand that that some of the problems that happen in the restaurant business aren't aren't due to the people. It's just, hey, we're out of stuff. We're, you know, we're we're going through some things right now. And, you know, to be patient, to be patient with those people. I know how much I appreciated right. the people that were patient with me when matters were not in my hands. And I'll own tell you what, hands. if your server is having a bad day and it's obvious, uh, I went into a, a, a we had a birthday party for my granddaughter last week, and uh, the girl behind the counter, I got there first. We were supposed to be there at a certain time, and of course, they have five kids, and so yeah. they were running a little bit behind, and so Sylvia, my wife, said, go ahead and get there, and then I'm going to run an errand, and I'll meet you there. So I went in, and um, it was my first time ever 
in this particular place, and I didn't really know the the thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. How does this work? And the girl behind the counter uh, was very impatient with me, and not just a little bit rude. And I I just looked at her and smiled, and I said. Well, I'm an idiot, so I'm going to need your help. And that's all it took. She laughed. And, you know, it was, she never really said, I'm sorry, but she laughed because yeah. I was self, you know, uh, self deprecating. Deprecating. Yeah. And, and so uh, it was a cue for her to say, okay, this old dude is going to need my help. And I said, walk me through this. And uh, she walked me through it. And I gave her a very generous uh, gratuity, you know. And after that, of course, she just lit up. And when my order came up, she made sure to come over. Oh, here you go. I've got your stuff for you. You know, if they're having a bad day, when a Christian can smile and laugh it up and say, you know, hey, it's probably me, not you. Give grace. Oh, man, just be gracious. You know, a little salt in the words, you know. I remember this one time I was working at a pizza joint, right? And it was Christmas Eve, and the and only we, the pizza joint we do not speak of. <laughs> that's right, or eat at, or eat at. Yes, that's right. Yeah, once you work at a pizza, once you work at a pizza place, you don't want to ever eat pizza again. So, that's just how that so works. So the yeah. only two days that you get off um, on the calendar is is Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day, right? Yeah. yeah. So Christmas Eve is typically one of the busiest oh, nights yeah. of, oh, of the I day. Loved, I love delivering right. because delivering, delivering. <laughs> delivering. Because I got I got some tackers. I, 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 got, I, got I got some tips, man. I got. So we are getting just slammed with yeah. orders. The lobby is completely packed full. Yeah. We we are busting everything yeah. and trying to keep up, but it's just not happening, right? right? And you know, we got some people on the crew that are kind of, you know, they're new. They're trying to get their groove down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to get away from cooking, go up to the front and deal with all the angry customers. Right. And I remember dealing with so many impatient people. And this this one guy, we messed up his order twice. Oh, Ouch. Right. oh that's hardcore. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and when I have to deliver that message, I don't like delivering that message. Right. right. I don't want to mess up the guy's order, but it is what it is. And he sits back down after I tell him and a bunch of other angry people come up and about five minutes after some of the people go through the line, he comes up to me and he hands me a $20 bill mm-hmm. and he says, you are doing a fantastic job. Thank you. This is for you. Oh, and it's the guy that got his order. We wrong, got his twice, order yeah. wrong twice. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, yeah. just that little interaction. He just yeah. said, thank you. I know you guys are going through it all, all of that. Dude, yeah. it makes you feel so That's good. Inside. Well, it kind of makes you think about you are the light of the world right. and using our gifts, our talents, and our treasure, this right. idea of money is something that we work for, right? right? But using that tip or using money as a, well, you know, Jesus says, uh, make friends with unrighteous men. That's right. right. Right? So the idea is like, look, I, when I leave a tip, I'm opening a door. That's right. And and sometimes people are just having a bad day. Uh, I remember uh, a couple times Lori and I would go, and when uh, the boys were working at a like a coffee house or something like a coffee kiosk, and we'd go at Christmas time, and we would just we would we'd give a tip that you know would be exorbitant, but there's right. there's there's like you know five or six people working in there, so when they spread that out, it's it's a reasonable, it's a nice tip for everybody. Right. But it created a relationship between us mm-hmm. and those crews. 
because they knew that, hey, these are people that aren't going to stiff us, right? These right. are people that are going to be generous. And, and I, I think we, we have to realize that we as the church are supposed to be generous. We as Christians are supposed to be generous. The whole point of a generosity, it's, it's a beautiful, by the way, the study of generosity is such a beautiful study in the scriptures right. because God is so generous to us with his grace and his love. And, right. and there is more than enough. It's just because people are greedy, there's just not enough. You know, right. it's like, yeah. and I'm not, and I'm not talking about socialism i'm talking about faith i'm talking about you know what i'm i'm gonna love my neighbor as myself right and so if you were the if you were the person waiting the table how would you want to be treated right well, and, i mean that's you know, i mean that's really what it comes it's, down to. it's not a christian song but it's true you know she works hard for the money right it's mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a song about <laughs> it's a waitress. Be my head she's, now for an is, hour is she a single mom I'm trying to think she, i think she's a single mom she's working you know really hard to try to make ends meet you know and the whole point is, so be kind or be generous. And here's the thing. Even the world thinks that way. How much more when you walk into a restaurant, so the three of us that are sitting here right now, um, James got called away in a ministry deal, so that's what that's what that creaking sound I know, it's was. Right. It's like we need to fix like, the door. Oh, we can't he got sneak called out people for ministry, out. Yeah, so, so God yeah. bless him. You guys say a prayer for Pastor James. But so the three of us or the four of us with Gary, we, we go, let's say, hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee. And we all go walking in with our Bibles. And because we typically do, we're usually packing our Bible around and you walk into a place and you plop down and we're having a conversation and maybe we, we open the word together and we're like, well, it says over here in the prophets. Well, yeah, but then the gospels do this and we're having a conversation. Now, everybody around you immediately knows, oh, the evangelicals are here, and the servers know, and <laughs> the, the managers are, the Christians knows. are coming. Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows. That's right. And when you walk out, what you leave behind uh, is going to seal the deal. So if you walk out and everybody throws down a quarter or a buck, they're like, yep, there they are, the chintzy evangelicals who sat at our table and you know used our seats and blah, 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 and were chintzy. Or you walk out and you say to the manager, and I do this all the time, I'll say, hey, is there a manager here? And that usually the servers are like, oh, boy, here comes a complaint. I go out of my way and go, hey, who's the manager? They'll bring the manager over, and I'll say to the manager, hey, that server, whatever you're paying them, they're earning every penny, man. They are rocking it, and I just want to let you know she was a great server or he was yeah. a great server. And that says so much for the server. It tells the manager that you were paying attention and that it matters. Well, so, and speaking of service, we, we kind of, it ties into our reading today because we're sure in does. John chapter 13, right? And we talk about leadership um, and what should leadership look like? One of the things that we talk about, about around here an awful lot is there's only one kind of leadership, which is servant leadership. That's right. Um, and there is no other kind of leadership. And by the way, a lot of business people in the world also agree with that phrase. Uh, and they're not Bible people. They just say there's no other kind of servant uh, leadership besides servant leadership. But Jesus washes the, the feet of the disciples and he goes to this place. He just washes the world off of them. You know, they've been walking, they've been walking with Jesus, but they're walking in the world. And so Jesus gets down and he washes the world off of them. It's kind of like a a beautiful picture of like rededication or like just coming to church or just like, like how we're going through, like, Hey man, you go to work, you work on a construction site. We've been talking about the issue of language and stuff like that last couple of days, right? Yep. You go to the construction site, you're faithful to Jesus. Uh, they're lifting, they're listening to, you know, heavy metal music and they're all cussing 
cussing and swearing and talking about women and all that stuff, and you're doing that, you're walking in the world, you come to a Wednesday night Bible study, and that's that moment where your feet are washed. You know, you just, you you, you don't have to get saved again because of all the stuff you heard throughout the week. You just need to be washed. And so you come and be washed. But servant leadership is so important in the world we live in. I always, uh, and I'm trying to say this more and more with our own team here, is that, you know, the the boss of the team is the task. It's whatever we're doing. That's what's driving us. But the the leader is responsible for the team. Is Does the team have what they need? Are they doing okay? And I'm going to give you guys an example. Here's a great example. Um, and for those of you who are listening, here's how I, I was handling something. So we got two of our guys uh, are, are out, and they're pulling uh, bushes that are dead from the front of the – or half dead – uh, from the front of the building, right? The dead ones come out like just not without, they come out like butter. And we have this old truck that was donated years ago. And so they've got chains and they're trying to pull these other ones out. And that truck can't even pull a bush out. I mean, it's just like, it's this poor truck. And so one of the things that I can do to help them is we're going and looking at a heavy truck, something that's got some weight to it that they can do their jobs. See, I, I, I don't want to say, you need to do this, you need to, and not equip them to do it. We want to equip people to do the ministry and we want to serve people and love them. That's just, that's an example of like, and I know that's a, that's a big example. Like we're talking about, you know, okay, they need a truck, you know, but that's something we, we have a large piece of property here. So it's something we've needed. But and then yeah. they need Christian heavy metal to pump them up. Absolutely. I have no problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard that like, dig earlier. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I love Christian heavy metal. Oh, hold on a second. I love, okay. Here it comes. I'm teasing. Okay. You know me. I'm you know teasing. me. Man. I'm teasing. You know, I, I do love, I love a good thrash metal uh, for Jesus. I, I'm all in for that. Dave, what about you? Do you like thrash metal for Jesus? Uh, I listen to the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> okay, now there, but there's a story there because that's what your dad <laughs> had in the house. That's right. Okay, my wait a dad had every album from the Mormon Tabernacle Choir in the house. Man, I, I I'm telling you. Yeah. Now you're, but everybody has to understand something about your dad. Your dad was was one of the. He was a discipler. He was a Christian man. Oh he, yeah, no, my dad yeah, was like, yeah, a, a yeah. fundamentalist. Yeah. Um, but he, of course, you know, we grew up singing the hymns, and my dad was uh, kind of the the lead tenor if you will in the church choir so uh he was yeah dad was a singer did your mom sing bass by chance uh no okay just checking my my mom sang um tenor 10 or 12 miles away got it okay just checking. my my poor mom she uh she couldn't carry a, a tune in a dump truck so ah, uh, got it. Yeah. So, but you had all the Mormon Tabernacle we did. albums, that, you know. That's, and, that was... and my brothers and I hit all of our Cheech and Chong albums <laughs> in between. <laughs> well, you got in tr- you didn't you get you got in trouble I for sneaking out trouble. of the house to go to a movie, didn't you? Uh, I, well, we did. We we went to see on any Sunday with Steve McQueen and. Uh, yeah, when I climbed back through the bedroom window, there sat my dad on the end of my bed. Hi, son. Oops. Oh. Those are the worst, man. Oh, yeah. that was terrible. That was a good spanking. And then um, <laughs> our pastor, yeah, I got a spanking for that. Uh, our dad uh, and our pastor were, were best friends, and we had a, a pool table in the in the den. And uh, so Dr. Collins would come over and, and shoot pool with dad, and they would talk about stuff, you know, wait, 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 wait. You couldn't play cards, but you could play pool? Absolutely. <laughs> What's yeah. the difference between the two? Uh, the shape. I have no idea. Because round I, objects are. Yeah. I never played I pool. Even tell you. I never played pool without there being money involved when I was uh, in uh, well, college. No, and we, stuff like yeah, that. there was never any money involved. That's for sure. Not oh, in our okay. house. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So anyway, because so uh, you know, if you watch the music, man. Right. Exactly. So I'm just saying. Okay. Yep, all right. Yep. <laughs> Somebody's so, trying to figure uh, out Dr. that reference Collins right now. Says, uh, 
well, he was from Mississippi. He said, David, could you put some music on for us? And I said, well, sure, Dr. Collins. And so I reached in and grabbed the, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, my dad's sleeve. hymns, grabbed that sleeve, and I don't even pay attention. I put it on the turntable, and I sit down on the couch, and I'm reading a book or something, and Dad and Dr. Collins are playing pool. The, the record, the LP drops, and on comes uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Great album. My dad about came out of his skin. <laughs> What in the world? And I just remember as the, the the daggers are coming out of my dad's eyes toward me like, what have you done? And Dr. Collins looks over at me and says, I love this song. <laughs> I was saved. <laughs> Way to go, Dr. Collins. Woo, well, yeah, thank you, Dr. Collins. Yeah. Yeah. So I played that one song and my dad just looked at me and said, son, would you please change albums? Oh, sure, dad. <laughs> I changed albums and I made sure that it was uh, some hymns and I snuck out. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I never got spanked for that one. Oh, that's funny. Thank but, you, but Dr. The Collins. Simon and Garfunkel album disappeared. I don't know. Uh, oh. Yeah, we'll go figure. <laughs> well, hey, so uh, we got a comment that came in. We, and by the way, we do love to laugh a lot. I mean, we, we that's we one do. of the things we do. And the whole point of the program was laugh at ourselves, be serious about Jesus and the Word of God. We want to be good servant leaders. One of the things we do as servant leaders, we do laugh a lot. I mean, our we laugh a lot around our team, and Mostly we want to other. laugh. Mostly at each other. Uh, Dave, I, like earlier today, I, I, I probably distur- we probably disturbed everybody in the in the hallway. I'm sure. Because I came back into your office. I, I couldn't remember where I put my bag, and so I came back into your office. Oh. And, of course, I come back into his office, and then he goes... He goes, well, naked you came in, naked you're going out. I mean, because I didn't leave it there, right? You came in with nothing. You know, scriptures come flying out of your mouth sometimes. Right, right. And I forget, oh, the girls are right there in their offices as well. And Ty's looking around for his, I can see he's looking for his bag. Right, he knows. And I just said, naked you came in and naked you shall go out. And we're laughing and I'm thinking, oh, shoot. The girls are probably thinking, what in the world? Yeah, and so the last thing they hear before I close the door is the naked I leave. But but here's what we got. We had a comment that came in. And by the way, if you're part of our new listeners, you know, uh, and if you are, God bless you guys. And we we apologize up front. Uh, But if you're in Humboldt, Nebraska, we want to say hi. So we're in Humboldt, Nebraska. So we, we, hey, we appreciate you guys here's a comment that came in let me see if i can get the pages to move this time i was having a problem yesterday says last week one of the pastors shared his experience with another pastor who didn't include humor in his sermons and yeah that was a conversation i was having with another brother i mean and he says i was born and raised in iowa and reside in macedonia that's in iowa i believe uh uh, not not macedonia like you know overseas (laughs) but paul uh, because if that's the case we've gone international guys um so um, this area is small and known for uh, Mormons who came through in the 1800s. Uh, my family was one of the only non-Mormons in the area for a long time. Uh, I thought it was very strange how Mormons would worship and they would never clap or cheer. Uh, a friend of mine uh, came to my Calvary church uh, one time and said that it didn't even feel like he'd been to church. Oh. Uh, <laughs> there's there's so much seriousness. Um, even... 
<clears throat> even on here, Living Water Radio Station, I listen to. So uh, you're listening to the Living Water Radio Station, so we're glad that you're listening yes. to that. And hey, everybody, for that. Um, it was a relief to me to hear laughter the other day, and it made me pay attention. Nice. Uh, so obviously, yeah, he heard us cutting up, and we were being, probably being you know, uh, thoroughly inappropriate. So but, we don't uh, have to apologize? Is that what he's saying? I, I, I think so. Wow. I don't know. But he, then he goes, I says, thanks, Water Springs Pastors. This is from Carl uh, Henson in Macedonia, Iowa. So I want to go to Macedonia. I want to go to Macedonia too. Right. Uh, but that dude, thank you so much for saying that. That encourages us because I'm going to be honest with you. There are times doing this every day, doing this yeah. five days a week. There are times that we're like, man, this we you know, in the abundance of words, sin is not absent, and we're going to be judged for every word we've ever spoken. So I think I think when we get to heaven, I think there's four of us that are just going to be in the front of the line going, okay, God's going to be Sorry, like, Lord, I'm a clown. Yeah, we got to, yeah, it's like, we got to talk. But, is, this, is this the line to the great white throne? No, this is the line to the woodshed. This is, yeah, this is the woodshed line. That's right. But oh, I do want to- get two stops. Yeah, but I, yeah, there's a couple things before we close up today, because we're running out of time. It looked, look, if you have a comment or question- Send us a note at pastorslive.fm. If you're a new listener, let us know where you're listening from at pastorslive at therev.fm. And it is Tuesday, and our readings today, we are in John 13. We're in Proverbs 16, Psalm 119 still, (laughs) and Isaiah 19. But there is a, you can go to our website at watersprings.net. Um, and you can follow along in our daily Bible readings. If you have a question about them, you send us a note at Pastors Live. Uh, 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 sorry, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm, and we're glad to ask uh, uh, you know uh, follow up questions if we need to. But we're glad to answer those questions on air, and we love to hear from our listeners. This has been a lot of fun, and we appreciate you guys an awful lot. And uh, without you guys responding to us, I don't know if we would have continued doing this because because oh. I, I think we would have been like, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if this is really working, but. But we have so many people. Don't in, tell in, them in, that so. they're going to quit responding. Yeah, how do we get these guys <laughs> off the air? You know, it's like help how do, me. Yeah, help yeah, me. Help me. <laughs> Especially the people that say we don't get you guys. Oh well, that's just like know, a green light. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah. Well, I, I, sometimes I don't get us either. But uh, again, uh, our Bible reading at WaterSprings.net and it's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. If you are in the East Idaho area, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to see you but you know what go to uh greenhouse coffee at 2299 e 17th street let them know you heard about it on pastors live your love your family we're out we'll talk to you tomorrow pastors live is a rev fm production from idaho falls idaho and is made possible by the ministry of greenhouse coffee send your questions and comments by email to pastors live at the rev.fm then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure pastors, pastors live, live.